0: This is Lincoln's home for sports talk on the FM dial. Also online at theticketfm.com. On the internet. KNTK FM ninety-three 93.7 The Ticket. Gather round. This is the Ticket Water Cooler. Brought to you by Culligan of Lincoln. Coming at you live from the Coppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Here are your hosts. Jake Bakovan and Nathan Brennan.
1: Happy Friday to all our listeners out there. You've made it. You've made it to the weekend. Maybe you have a few more hours of work, and if you do, just settle right in. We've got you covered here on 93.7 The Ticket. If you don't, well, just listen to us uh, anyway, because even even if it's your weekend, it's still a good, uh, good excuse to listen to The Ticket Water Cooler, and we've got great coverage for you today. I'm in studio. I, no different from me, but Nate, uh, our co-host here, Nate Brennan, is down in Stillwater. He's got Barry Sanders. Is he doing the Heisman pose behind you? Is that what's going on? I don't know.
0: Actually, let me. Hey, look, it does look like it's the Heisman Post, Buck.
1: Nice. It's a statue. It's not actually Barry, but uh, for those of you listening... Now that
0: would be pretty cool. We could do like, all right, <laughs> yeah. let's just go ahead and do a live interview with Barry Sanders real quick. I hope that's all right with all you guys. No, the, that, is, that's not the case. Yeah. Is
1: that the only statue? They don't have Des Bryant going up and grabbing one, or...
0: No, actually, they do have another statue. I'll have to, once we get to the commercial break, because I'm worried about the wind if I walk in over that way. There's another statue. I believe it's a coach. Okay. So I guess we could do some brainstorming. I'm not entirely sure who that would be. To be entirely honest with you, your Oklahoma State, if we had Oklahoma State trivia, I don't think I would do too well.
1: I probably wouldn't either. I mean, I know the wide receivers pretty well. The Justin Blackmans, the the Dez Bryants. They've, oh, they've had some Rashawn Woods. Awesome. Yeah, they've had some really good receivers over the years. Um, that's why I, I'm saying they should do that. Maybe Thurman Thomas could be. Um, backing up Barry oh, Sanders there, there by the end of his career. But, uh, yeah, I don't know who the other coach would be. Mike gunny has been there forever, so I'm not really sure. Les Miles, yeah, no, actually. Right. I'm old enough to remember Les Miles actually doing pretty well at Oklahoma State, but that was uh, that's a long time ago by now.
0: Well, let me think. They've never won a national championship, I don't believe.
1: No, they used to be Oklahoma A&M instead of State, too. So they might have. I, oh, that's right. If I'm correct, they might have. Oklahoma A&M might have uh, won one for going like 6-0 and in 1905 or something like that, but um, nothing serious.
0: <laughs> see that's what no that's what you guys think about when you think about your blue blood I don't want to get into the, all that conversation but that's what you guys go by Michigan they've won one championship what 1965 since then nothing
1: but sure let's yeah. count it. well you're the one that, that doesn't one okay you're the one that doesn't want to just count championships when it comes to the SEC but since Michigan's the all-time winningest program um, that doesn't count for anything unless it's championships right
0: no I'm not saying that I'm just saying when we look historically When it comes to championships, and when we're talking about Michigan, it's a fraudulent championship, and I believe it was, what, 95?
1: 97, yeah.
0: 97 when they split with Nebraska, which was garbage. And then on top of that, you just... Played in what the 1960s, something like that. I yeah, don't know. we don't have to get into all of
1: that. Might even be the 50s. I better be
0: careful when I'm talking about the Big 12 over here. I don't know who's <laughs> gonna come up to me. Uh, yeah, well, what do you say about the Big 12? But are do no, you think you know, that I, Big
1: 12 I, fans are prideful of their conference that's falling apart? <laughs> well, I mean it might be because if, if
0: you think about it, I'm very prideful of the ACC. Now the ACC does have its flaws, obviously, but I will defend the ACC through and through. And I'm assuming you do
1: the same about the Big Ten, Vock. It seems like you defend the SEC more. Well no, I love the Big Ten and I but i what I'm saying is all those all these other conferences aren't like scared of being relegated to not being able to be a power five conference. You know, that's that's what uh that's what the Big Twelve's got in their hands. And of course they've been able to uh rectify that and, and add what they needed to. But it's kinda cool even for Oklahoma State, um, that uh, you know, they might be with some of the big boys now in the Big Twelve, which you wouldn't have thought years and years ago. Um but uh yeah, so maybe I don't know. I don't. I don't know if I'd take too much pride if I was still in the Big Twelve. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like uh, even like moving forward. Um, and, and it's, it's a tricky question because UCF and, and Cincinnati and Houston and, uh, you know, all those teams have had draft picks recently, BYU and the big, the big 12 hasn't the last two years. So, um, maybe you don't look down on those additions, but obviously not being previously power five teams. Um, they've got, a, they've got a little bit of proving to do. I, I'm thinking, uh, if you keep it down to four and you win that league and go undefeated, um, once Oklahoma and Texas leave, Uh, it might be a Cincinnati situation where things kind of have to fall into place for you to get in. Really?
0: You think it'll fall to that level? I mean, at the end of the day, Buck, you got to remember, they still have Baylor. They do have Oklahoma state. I don't know if it'll ever reach that proportion. When we're talking about the landscape of college football, I would definitely put the big 12 now below the pac 12, which I would say most of us can probably agree. That was the bottom conference over the better past the, I don't know, past five years or so that'll probably shift to the big 12. But, I would still consider them part of the Power 5 conversation, especially now the American is kind of your sixth odd man out. Without Cincinnati, without UCF, what kind of stock are we putting in the American? Marcus? Oh, yeah, yeah. I get
1: yeah, I don't know. I haven't kept up on what the Americans move has been since uh, since when that happens. I'm not really sure. Let's head to the text line uh, real quick. Uh, people are guessing on who it would be. Henry says it's Eddie Sutton. B-ball plays there too. I could certainly see an Eddie Sutton statue. Ooh. Is the basketball arena just around the corner?
0: I have no idea. Actually, I haven't see seen the it. Sherman E. Smith Training Center, which they got a pretty cool. It's turf in front with a mini football field. I'm assuming that's nice. for kids uh, tailgating. Uh, if I had to guess, what that was for. Um, could be I'm the practice totally field. Not everybody's
1: got the nice practice facilities. No, no,
0: no, no, no. See, the practice field, the Sherman E. Smith here, I can go ahead. Can I even flip my camera on this thing? I don't think I can. Uh, here, let me see if oh, I can get go, the yeah. Oh, Yeah. So that's the, that's the training center. And then right in front of it is kind of a mini turf field. I really don't think that's where they're going to be practicing, especially with it this close to the road. And then when you go inside the practice facility, it's obviously a dome. Um, but I actually haven't seen the basketball court. In Oklahoma State, especially recently, they've had some success in basketball. So I would assume it's also a pretty nice arena. I mean, heck, Marcus Smart was – the player of the game and what game two? It sure seemed like yeah. right. he went off. Well, defensive went player of the year, right? yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. They've had a good uh, basketball program for some times. Uh, Gus uh, says they think that Oklahoma State won a hoops title under Henry Iba. Uh, that might be the case. I have to look into that a little bit. Uh, Augie yeah. says Oklahoma State had Jimmy Johnson. Maybe that's the statue just for his uh, cup of coffee. Jimmy there. Johnson, Could be. Yeah, yeah.
0: No, that might be a good one. Uh,
1: Froth says S- Bach is an SEC homer. How sad. Well. I'm not necessarily I've been painted that that way entirely correct that is not correct
0: no you are not painted that way it just took me to get into the station and then expose you for the (laughs) SEC homer that you are well what what was this uh (laughs) Feinbach
1: yeah Feinbach that's yeah that's right uh, you should have seen my new addition to the the station. You'll see it when you get back. I've got my nice uh, USC schedule put up on the on the uh, fridge. So um, my not, gracious, not just not just, just the SEC. The yeah, yeah.
0: Especially when for your birthday, I get you the Virginia Tech cup. <laughs> You're gonna have your Virginia Tech cup talking about Nebraska football with your USC schedule oh, man. behind
1: you. Just uh, and I'm an SEC homer behind it all. So uh, we'll see That's how that true. goes. And then of course, there's uh, when once we get in the Big Ten season, I've got uh, kind of a name of Iowa Bach going around. Once uh, if they do anything. Well, I, I like oh to point gosh, it out. Oh my gosh, is that what it is? See, that doesn't surprise me at all. And it was funny,
0: too. Someone uh, tweeted at me on uh, uh, Twitter. I posted that I was Barry Sanders is going to be joining me for the show. Make sure you tune in. <laughs> yeah. And he goes, I still can't believe that you don't think Adrian Martinez would have made Iowa better last year. I don't. <laughs> listen. Listen. I understand. And he's probably listening right now. When it comes <laughs> to the clutch gene, Iowa had some type of, of clutch last season. Well, it's just don't screw it up. No, and that's the thing is, like, yeah. would Adrian Martinez be an upgrade at quarterback? Yeah, probably so. Do I trust Adrian Martinez in the fourth quarter to win the games that Iowa did? I think they ended the season with, what, nine, ten wins? Yeah. Do I believe Adrian Martinez is going to finish those fourth quarters and win you nine, ten games? Uh, eh, probably not.
1: Do you think they would have lost 41-3 to in the Big Ten championship game <laughs> <laughs> with Adrian?
0: <laughs> I don't know. Probably not. I can see. Hey, listen. Say what you will about Adrian Martinez, and I know that he has his fair share of love, but also fair share of hate. He did almost beat Michigan. But the the key word in saying that, Bach, is almost because if it wasn't for a late fumble by Adrian Martinez, they very well might have beat Michigan. So, I mean, you got to take that with a grain of salt. Obviously, Iowa and Nebraska headed in very different directions as football programs, I mean, holistically. So, I I really don't know what that game would have ended up being. But it's funny because then you saw Michigan get absolutely pummeled by Georgia in the playoff. And I still stand by, if you put Nebraska in the playoff, they would have made it interesting. Would they have beat Georgia? No. Uh, no. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> would, would they have beat Alabama? No. Would they have beat Cincinnati? No. They would have made it interesting. And I, I think it would have been a game. So I, I stand by the fact, I tweeted it last year, and it actually got a lot of love. Put Nebraska in the playoff. Why not? You've, you've already put a Group of Five school in now. Let's put in a three <laughs> and nine football team. Let's see what happens.
1: let That's a let's big jump. That's a big jump from an undefeated team to a three and nine team, just because they play in a different conference. But uh, that's fair enough. That, he is Nate Brennan out uh, out live at in Stillwater uh, in front of the Barry Sanders statue uh, in in front of Boone Pickens Stadium. Somebody also guessed that it might be a statue of Boone Pickens. That would be awesome. Just the donor. Creates his own statue and sets it out in front. <laughs> That'd be sick. That would be awesome. <laughs> I don't know if, if yeah, that's probably where it, where it went to. But, uh, uh hey, let me really ask knows? you
0: this then, Buck, for bringing up the statue conversation. When it comes to Nebraska, obviously, uh, they already have their statue. But if you had to add one more person, who would it be? One, and two, if Scott Frost were to somehow win a Big Ten championship, not a national championship, because I think that would solidify he wins a, uh, a championship as quarterback wins a championship as coach, boom! I think he's got a statue, no doubt about it. If he wins a Big Ten championship, the way that the Big Ten is currently constructed, where you would have to play Ohio State or Michigan, you win the Big Ten, you go to the playoff. Does that get him a statue?
1: Um, I don't think so. I think you'd have to do a little bit more at a place like Nebraska. I mean, you have three guys that have won the Heisman that don't have statues around. You have, of right. course, the Tom Osborne and the Bob Devaney statue. Um, I do like, I like the Heisman idea. I know Oklahoma does that. I'm sure there's a few other schools. Um, and I, Oklahoma got a lot of crap for making a Baker Mayfield statue. And everybody's <laughs> like, why? You know, they do that for every Heisman trophy winner. So there will be a Kyler Murray one coming up too. Maybe just in time for his uh, uh, negotiations to break down with Arizona so we can get it's kind of the same reaction of like, why is that guy getting a statue? But um, yeah, that's interesting. I, you know, I've thought, uh, you know, and Dominic Sue would be pretty cool. You can go back in the day, get a, get a, a championship winner, but I think a Heisman trophy uh, probably deserves it more than anything. Though the other one that I, that I would, would think of too, Is uh, you know obviously with the passing of Sam Foltz, I thought that that would be kind of cool to do as well. And then you know just kind of it would also just tie in with the fact that Nebraska at one time was that type of uh, uh, program that routinely had punters and kickers sent off to the NFL. And you know that might be something small, but I mean if you're recruiting a kicker a punter and you have like this own little designated area that's like hey our special teams actually has been pretty good in the past. I think that'd be kind of cool. But that's Uh, just me. I'm a special teams guy.
0: then you look at last season, you think, ah, well, maybe not. So yeah, much, so. but would
1: it fall to can... the? Would it fall to those depths if you had, you know, a, a, you know, a Chris Brown statue out there? Maybe not. Maybe, maybe you would always get some of the best kickers in the nation.
0: That is true. I mean, hey, maybe you could. Especially last season, it surely wouldn't hurt. I'd tell you that much. I'm a huge statue guy,
1: sense. though. I'd say build more statues. <laughs> is there a Mike <laughs> Vick statue? I'm a big statue guy too.
0: What's that? they have
1: a Mike Vick statue down in Blacksburg? No,
0: they have a Frank Beamer statue. They don't have nice. a Mike Vick statue. Uh Mike Vick's number is retired though. The problem with Mike Vick, a little bit controversial. Right. Might get, well get his statue egged go, but...
1: or like defaced. <laughs>
0: yeah, I, I don't know how great. See, that's the thing, you gotta get a guy that's well loved by everybody. So I think Frank Beamer hits uh hits that right on the head. I mean, I'd give Mike Vick a statue. I uh, other than that, I think Frank Beamer's probably your only guy. Uh, I know there are a few people with Bud Justin Foster Quente came in. Yeah, Bud Foster maybe. When <laughs> Jesse to come in, there are plenty of people on Twitter saying, just wait until he's done here. He'll have a statue right next to Frank Beamer. Hey, guess what? Whoever said that, you were wrong. I yeah. promise you that much.
1: Yeah, that didn't happen. But uh, In any case, before we, we break down this segment, uh, let's uh, again uh, remind of what you're out there for, Nebraska uh, softball uh, getting underway against uh, the Mean Green here around 5. That's the first game of the, the action tonight. Are you going to stick around for the, uh, the other game?
0: I haven't decided yet. It probably depends on what um, – What's going to be going on afterwards?
1: I'm assuming yeah.
0: the ladies will probably stay after to to kind of do some scouting. I'm not entirely sure how it works because, again, I've never been to a softball regional. But that that's the cool thing is it's four teams. You got uh, North Texas, Fordham, Oklahoma State, and Nebraska. To to win, you got to beat you got to beat every single one of those teams at some point in time. Obviously, if you win today, you wouldn't face off against a Fordham or an Oklahoma State, no matter how it plays plays out. But you're going to be playing these teams, so you're going to want to see them. At the end of the day, it's it's one of those situations. So really is a true round robin scenario. It'll be interesting. So I, I don't know if I'll stay after. Again, make sure you're following us on Twitter, 937 the ticket. Uh, Go ahead and put the notifications on, too. I'll make sure that I'm live tweeting, keeping you guys with updates, pictures, videos, all that good stuff. Maybe I'll take a few pictures uh, around the football stadium, too, send out a Barry Sanders picture for people (laughs) that haven't been over towards Stillwater. But it'll be be a lot of fun. They're going to get underway at 5 o'clock. And like I said earlier, too, the wind isn't a huge factor right now, but there is a little bit of wind blowing. So we might see a couple bombs, which will be fun to see. So I'll definitely keep you updated with all that stuff. But it'll be a lot of fun. Big 10 champs, block. That's right. Big 10 champs. I don't know not take that away. the respect that they deserve. Because at the end of the day, I know we talked about this a little bit earlier in the week, Michigan got a better ranking. They they got a better seating in this tournament, which I don't know if geographically that had something to do with it. I'm assuming it played some type of role. And I understand all that. But it seemed they beat three times during the regular season. You beat them in the Big 10 tournament championship, for crying out loud. And they end up with a better seed. I don't know how I feel about that. But hey, when they beat Oklahoma State, it's not going to matter, right?
1: Yeah, all you have to do is play who's in front of you. And today, that's the Mean Green. By the way, Denton, Texas is where North Texas is from. You said you couldn't point to it on the map. Just to help you out a little bit, it is uh, just northwest of Dallas and uh, northeast of uh, Fort Worth. So, you know, how that's kind of the big um, combining of those oh, two nice. cities. So, it's uh, that's where now you really know where it is because that's about the only way I could explain uh, explain it and know where it is if I'm around that area anyway. So,
0: yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. I wouldn't be surprised then maybe if they're that close to Dallas, some of the Rolls would be warming up in a Luka Doncic jersey.
1: That'd be kind of Hey, cool. there you go. Yeah. Maybe that, uh, <laughs> that mean green, they could wear the throwback Mavs jersey. Uh, oh, yeah. nice. Those throwback jerseys are awesome. <laughs> Try the to Steve roll. Steve Nash throwback oh, yeah. jersey. Oh,
0: yeah.
1: How about Eric Strickland? <laughs> See, I'm pretty sure he's,
0: he tweeted not too long ago to do a picture of him with that green Mavericks. Jersey. Oh
1: yeah. I'm sure he did. He's uh, he, he, I still can't believe he's gotten rid of his, uh, his Vancouver Grizzlies one. Cause he didn't really like his time there with the organization, but that is one of the oh, best got throwbacks the ever. Jersey? Yeah. Oh, that's such a great throw break. Uh, we'll take a quick break. When we get back, maybe we'll continue the statue discussion because some of you guys have chimed in on that. So we'll do that. And uh, remember, a reminder, Nate is live from Stillwater. So we'll bring you the latest there, too. That's coming up next year on the Ticket Water Cooler on 93.7 The Ticket.